Welcome to another episode of Believing God's Promises, where we don't just read the word, but believe what it says. Welcome. Thank you guys for joining. Before we get started, I just want to remind you, if you are in the Colorado Springs area and you want to sign up for the Identity Christ Us class, it starts April 1st. It'll be, it's around the West Colorado area, around West Colorado and 30th. So there's a, there's a, uh, a link in the description box. So click on that and you can register. It is a free class, but we're still asking people to register. So we know how many people will be attending. So we're looking forward to that. That's only a few weeks away, believe it or not. It just occurred to me um, this last week, how close it is coming. So we're excited about that. We're starting to prepare for that and we want to get the information out so people can join. So that'll be fun. Now, If you haven't been with us, we are really at the end. Uh, We've got one more week left in our series called Reside in Him. And what it is, is we've taken this acronym from the verse in 1 Peter 5, 8 8 through 9. And it's in the Amplified Classic Edition. And we've taken this acronym out of some of the words. So I want to read over that. I read over it every week so that we can explain what the series is and what we're talking about. So it says... In 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9, this again, it's in the Amplified Classic Edition. It says, be well-balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and cautious at all times for that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour withstand him. So now Peter's telling us what we can do. He tells us that we have an enemy and that the enemy is after us. And these are the things that we can do. He says, withstand him, be firm in our faith. Now the Amplified Classic Edition, it amplifies it. It tells us what that looks like. It says to be against him at his onset, to be rooted, established, immovable, and deter- or strong, immovable, and determined. Now we've taken those words and that spells out resid. I added an E for this series, not to the Bible, but for this series, I added an E and it spells out reside. So this series we've been going through and looking at what it looks like to be rooted in Christ, to be established in Christ, to be strong in Christ, to be immovable in Christ. And this week, we're going to talk about what it means to be determined in Christ. Now, in order to understand what it means to be determined in Christ, I wanted to look up in the uh, Webster's 1828 Dictionary, because I love this dictionary because it really gives us more of a biblical context of what these words mean. And so I use the Webster's 1828 Dictionary to look up the word determination. I want you to read and to hear what it says. It says, ended, concluded, decided, limited, fixed, settled, resolved, and directed. So we have this sense of what determination is. And it's much what we talked about last week about deciding back here, deciding before, before the enemy even comes at us, at his onset, before he begins to strike, before we even begin to step out and do the things that God's calling us to do, we decide back here, we we settle it in our mind. We make it known in our mind and we make it settled, we resolve it in our mind ahead of time. So we think, okay, 
If we're going to be stepping out and doing something, then back here, we know we're going to hit opposition. So we decide ahead of time that no matter what, it's not going to stop us from moving forward and following God. It's not going to stop us from doing the things that God is calling us to do. We make a decision. It's settled. It's done. It's finished. And and I love looking at Jesus and his life because remember, he's fully man and he's fully God. And in that, he shows us the human side of how it is possible with God to be able to do the things that God is calling us to do. He had emotions. He has emotions and feelings just like you and I. But we see throughout his life that he came to this earth. He humbly lowered himself to this earth. And he was, He made it a determined purpose of him to follow the Father, to be obedient to the Father, to do what the Father was calling him to do. And so he decided ahead of time that he was going to fulfill his purpose here on earth, that he was going to do the thing that God was calling him to do because he understood the human emotion side of, of our flesh. He understood that if we wait till we're in the moment, if we wait till we feel like it, then we're most likely not going to do it. Now we do see at the end of his life, nearing the end of his life, where he says, Father, if you will take this cup, but immediately after that, Immediately after that, he says, but your will be done, not mine. And in this, he was able to say that because, yes, he's God, fully man, fully God. But also he knew that he had to determine ahead of time, that he had to resolve this ahead of time, that he had to go ahead and settle that matter ahead of time before he was in the midst of it. But what do we do so often? So many of us wait until we're actually in a situation to make a decision. We say, oh, we'll see how it works itself out. Well, if you say that, if you say, well, I'll just see how it works itself out and see if I'm going to go ahead and do what I said I'm going to do or do what I want to do, then you're most likely not going to do it because things don't just work out because you just sit around and, and feel like it all the time, right? There's a lot of times that we wake up and we don't feel like getting out of bed. We don't feel like exercising. We don't feel like eating healthy. We don't feel like opening up the word and reading it. We don't feel like spending time with God. We don't feel like doing the things that God is calling us to do, but we have to make our mind up ahead of time because otherwise we're going to go with those feelings. We're going to be dictated by our emotions and by our feelings. And this is something that Jesus understood. He knew that emotions are good and feelings are good. They're not bad. I joke a lot about emotions and how I don't have emotions and feelings, but my my joke is really this. the, The meaning of that is that I don't like to be dictated by my feelings. I don't like my the the actions, the things that I do to be controlled by my emotions and my feelings, because I know that my emotions and my feelings are going to go up and down. And so what does it look like to be determined? Well, what it looks like is to make your mind up ahead of time to not just say, oh, we'll see how I feel. See, this morning I woke up and I did not feel like doing this. I love preaching. I love writing messages. I love studying the word. I love all of those things. And I I love to do what God is calling me to do. But there are times, I'd say like 1% of the time that I do what I do, that there's just sometimes I just, I'm not feeling it, if you will right? You've heard that before. I'm not feeling it. And this morning I woke up and I wasn't feeling it. And I was like, man, I just, I'm tired. I just did my identity series last night. I'm doing that on Thursday nights at my church.
church. And the night before I did another group. And so I was a little bit worn out. I was a little bit exhausted. And I was like, man, I just, I just don't feel like doing it. But see, here's the thing is two years ago when God put this on my heart to start doing online videos, I decided I settled the matter. Are you hearing me? I resolved it two years ago that I was going to do these online videos every week. I was going to be faithful and be on every single week. Now, for those of you that are like me and that you have more of a determined personality, don't take this to the other extreme because there are times that I struggle to step back and rest. There are times that I struggle to stop and give myself a breather. And I'm not telling you to hit burnout and, and wear yourself out. You're going to crash and burn if you do that, right? We need to be led by the spirit. There are times that emergencies happen and I haven't, I've had times where my kids needed me and I'm sorry, but my, no, I'm sorry, not sorry, actually, but my family comes first over my online videos. I love you guys and I love doing this, but if my kids are having an emergency or they're sick or there's something going on, I need to give them to the doctor, then I'm going to do that, right? That's not what I'm talking about. That's not saying that you're not determined if you stop and you care for people along the way. Jesus did it all the time. He stopped and he cared for people. He stopped and he loved people on the way to where he was going, but he never let that stop him from the mission at hand. Amen. And that's what I'm talking about. And so I think that whenever we look at his life and we look at our lives, we can see most of us lean one way or the other. Some of us lean more to be that more determined, accomplishing personality. And some of us lean to more to the, well, I'll figure it out whenever that time comes. And so if you struggle with this, it's okay. It's okay that you struggle with this, but just learn to plan ahead. Learn to be determined now. Learn to resolve that now. If there's something that God is putting on your heart, let's say that he He's given you a vision of spending more time with him every day, just spending 10, 15 minutes of time with him, just opening up the word and just seeking him and praying or praise or whatever it is that he's put on your heart. And, and you know that you want to start that, but you haven't started it. Decide today, say, I'm going to settle this matter now that I don't care what my phone does. I don't care who tries to disrupt me. I'm going to get my God time in. I'm going to spend time with the Lord no matter what happens. And again, there's always grace for emergencies. There's always grace. We don't want to hit burnout. There's always grace for our family. You know what I'm talking about. I don't want you to go to the other extreme, but just be determined now, settle the matter now and decide, you know what? I'm going to do this because I want to spend time with God. And this is something that he's calling me to do. And whatever that looks like in your life, I just want to encourage you. And then when you hit that moment and the enemy is coming against you because he will, because that's what the Bible tells us that he will come against us. He's trying, he's, it tells us right here in first Peter, he's like, Hey, there's an enemy and he's going to come against you. Well, if you've already determined ahead of time, you've already settled the matter ahead of time, then when you come to that place, all you have to do is surrender and say, God, I've already made my, my determined purposes that I know you God. My determined purposes that I do what you call me to do, Lord. So I'm surrendering this to you. I need your grace to get through it. And he will give you the grace. That's what I did this morning. I said, Lord, I'm tired. Um, I've had a lot going on this week. We actually just changed a lot of our, uh, the way that we eat. And I think some of that's playing into it. And I'm just, I'm just tired, but I knew that I needed to do this video. So I said, God, you've got to give me the grace to do this or I'm not going to be able to do it. And guess what? I showed up. I stepped out and God met me there and his grace met my obedience. And now here we are. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, quickly, I want to go over two things that the Lord really put on my heart this morning to go over as far as determination, because there's two different types of determination. So the first determination 
It is a selfish and worldly determination. And this determination, it really aims to glorify ourselves. This is, this is not the determination that we're seeking. Okay. So it says in Philippians 2, 3 through 4, it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, like Jesus, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. Now, I'm not saying we don't work hard. That's not what this verse is saying. We can still work hard, but we need to look at our motives. Why are we determined? What is it that's driving us? Is it so that we can feel better about ourselves? A lot of times people do this because they don't know their worth and value in Christ. They struggle feeling valuable. They struggle feeling worthy. And so they really begin to step out and do things and uh, almost in, a, in not being obedient to God, what God is calling them to do and because they're trying to prove themselves. And, and maybe you are doing something where God is calling you to do something, but maybe it's just that your motives are wrong. That's okay. God, I'll meet you there. That's what grace is for. But we really need to do a heart check. We really need to ask God to seek our, to check our heart, to see what's in there and to show us these things because so often we struggle to do things for our own glory, for for people really to look at us and think well of us, or even just for ourselves, just like, oh, wow, just thinking highly of ourselves and thinking, oh man, I'm so good and I'm so great. And this is a struggle that a lot of us have. It's a pride issue and that's okay. God is good and he is faithful and he will get us through this. But I look at the apostle Paul and I look at his pre-Jesus before he knew Jesus's day. And we see how he had determination. He had determination in that he literally was his his mission was to take down the early church, to take down all the Christians. They weren't called Christians at the time. They were called the way, but his goal and his mission and his determined purpose, if you will, was to take down the Christians. He didn't believe that that what they were teaching and what they believed was the truth. And so he selfishly and worldly went out and he, what did he do? He oppressed them. He persecuted them. He killed them. He hurt them. And that's not God's heart for people. Our job is to love people, right? And so we see this in Paul's life and we see how he had that determination and that wasn't at all what what this kind of determination that we're talking about is. And I I actually went through the same thing in my life before I gave my life to Jesus. I was I was always determined. I was always determined. Like since I was little, I was just a very determined person. I remember if I got something in my head and people can call it stubbornness, but I call it determination because it just sounds better. <laughs> but if I got something in my head, then there was nothing that was going to stop me because back here I got it in my head. So there was nothing that was going to stop me. And whenever I was working specifically at FedEx, I remember I literally didn't care about my family, about my kids and my husband. And and, and I cared about them, but I cared about myself more. I would put myself above them. I would do things What does this verse says? Do not think or do nothing out of selfish ambition, rather in humility, value others above yourself. So I didn't value them above me. I valued me above them. And so I worked endless nights. I would work till super late in the evening. I hardly saw them at all. And and I was very determined. And and I I almost felt good about myself, even though I really felt bad about myself because I, I wanted to be there with my family. But it was more important that I made myself feel good by working myself to death because I 
was a workaholic and I didn't understand all the things that I understand now, but that is a good example of what it means to have a, a selfish or a worldly determination. And that's not what we're talking about. If that's something you struggle with, it's okay. We can come to the Lord and we can seek him and we can ask him to change our heart. We can ask him to show us truth. We can ask him to guide us and direct us. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us and he can help change our heart. He changes us from the inside out. So if that's you, I just want you to know that don't give up on yourself and don't beat yourself up. Just seek the Lord and go to him and say, God, this is something that that you've convicted me of. And I don't want to be like this. I don't want to have a worldly determination. I don't want to have an unselfish determination, God. I want to do things for your glory and not mine, which brings us to number two. So number two, the other kind of determination obviously is godly or righteous determination. So Philippians 3.10, and this is in the Amplified Classic Edition, it says, for my determined purpose. This is the Apostle Paul. This is the same guy that was determined and persecuted and killed Christians. For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. See, it's no longer about Paul. It's no longer about glorifying him and him making himself feel better and him feeling all righteous and, and, and it being all about raising him up. No, this is about God and knowing him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. And that I may in the same way come to know the power over outflowing from his resurrection, which it exerts over believers and that I may so share his suffering. So he's wanting to be more like Jesus, share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness, even to his death in the hope. Oh my gosh, what a change, what a difference in his determination. So if you know much about the Apostle Paul, when he met Jesus, he was blind for three days. And God literally revealed himself to Paul. The Holy Spirit came, Paul accepted Jesus, and he had this determination to spread the gospel. But his, his, his determined purpose at the bottom of all of that, to go out and spread the truth of the word of God, to go out and heal people, to go out and, and love people. His determined purpose was to know God and to be more like Jesus, to really be an example, to be a light in this dark world. The Bible tells us that we are a city on a hill, a light in the darkness. He, The Bible tells us that's who we are, that we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us and we go out and we shine and people see God in us and they want what we have. And this was Paul determined pur purpose to know God, to understand his love. See, he understood that first he had to know God's love so that he could pour out his love. If you don't know that God loves you, if you don't understand that, you're never going to be able to love other people. So Paul understood, I want to know you. I want to intimately know you, God. I want to understand your character and your ways. And then he said, and I want to be like you. I want to be more like Christ. I want to, I, I want to be like him, even in his sufferings. I want to have a determination that gets 
gets me all the way through, even if I die. And we do know that Paul died for his faith and he was able to do that because of his heart posture in this. He had a holy, a righteous uh, determination to follow Jesus, to be more like Jesus. And this is the determination that we should want and desire. This is the determination that I want in my life. I want to be able to love God, to understand his love and to love people. That's our purpose. Amen. To love God and to love people. I want to be more like Christ. And man, I'm not there yet. And Paul explains that right after this. This is where he talks about, you know what? I'm not there. I haven't arrived, but I continue to press on towards the mark. I continue to press on towards the goal. And that's the part that we're in right now. If we're on this earth and this is our heart posture, our determination is to know God, to understand his love, and then to go out and love people, to be more Christ-like, to, to love God and to love people. If that's our determined heart, then, then with that follows pursuing and pressing and, and continuing to go on and do the things that God is calling us to do. This is our righteous determination. This is what God is calling us to. And I know that some of you, you've done this and you've been there, but then we hit we hit periods in our life where it just seems like they're dry seasons and things that we struggle with. And I'm here to encourage you to say, just keep on going on, keep moving on just one step at a time, one foot at a time. Know that God is with you and that he will see you through till the end. Continue to be determined. Don't give up yet. Remember the commitment that you've made back there. And again, I'm talking for people to people specifically that have already made that a determination that they're going to continue to follow God, that they're going to continue to do the things that God is calling them to do. I just really feel like there's some of you that the enemy has been pounding at and he's saying, don't give up, don't give in, keep pursuing, keep moving forward, keep loving God and keep loving people. And you will be walking in victory before you know it. Amen. Amen. 